apocalypse, Mr. Mannheim. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Back on the couch, the topic I am terrified about is driving trucks. It's Darkseid's Couch, and this is James. Uh, this is Mike, who's not terrified of driving trucks. I'm Shay. I learned to drive with a like a, like a pickup. Good for you. Stick shift? No, no. no. Did you drive it off a cliff? <laughs> Were you carrying a mysterious, dangerous chemical? Were, did you have a groundhog next to you because you kept repeating the day? What Avenger was riding shotgun? <laughs> is that it? Is that all the jokes? No, no, this could be the whole episode. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Cool. All right. No, cool. no, we'll go on. We'll go on. We'll go on. You have any real comments about that that you'd like? We can, we can nope. shut up for a second. Okay. Nope. Well, that was cool. the beginning and end of the story. All right. I've chosen, I've chosen to focus on the truck element of this comic book. I, I don't, well, I don't regret that decision. It's the main character. Yeah. The super <laughs> truck. Uh, yeah, we're looking at Miss Marvel number five from 1977. We're going to get that in, into that in just a minute, but I did have some cool news I wanted to share that I thought was relevant. You can all be the judge on that, but I wanted to mention something, uh, something kind of cool. So uh, comic book artist Bob Wyasek has glaucoma, and that's not the cool part. That I was part's about not to say, cool. what, what the hell, man? Don't worry. It gets cooler. Because of his glaucoma, he's been unable to do his work, you see. So he can't generate the money to uh, get the surgery to fix the glaucoma. Also not cool. That's, that part's also not cool. Yeah. But what is cool is that the, uh, the former uh, editor-in-chief at Wildstorm uh, decided to raise some money for that by putting on eBay a script for an unfinished Gen 13 issue written by Alan Moore, our favorite wizard. Everybody's favorite wow. wizard. Um, which I didn't even know existed. I didn't even know that, that he had ever written a script. And it's unfinished, but at the same time, it's Alan Moore. So if any, yeah. anybody knows anything about an Alan Moore script, it's a novel in and of itself. So an unfinished script is like bigger than a, a, a novel book. <laughs> um, so they put this up on eBay and sold it for about $3,400 to a Mr. Brian K. Vaughn from Silent oh, hey, hey, Last Man. Yeah, yeah. Aww. Well, here's where it gets even cooler though. Brian K. Vaughn decided rather than keep it to himself, what he was going to do is uh, scan it in and give access to anybody who donates to Bob Wyasek's GoFundMe page. Aww. So, um, I have done this already. So, if you go to Bob Wyasek's GoFundMe page, uh, which. Spell Wyasek uh, for everyone. Oh, uh, W I A C E K. He actually did a lot of Marvel stuff. He did like, uh, he inked, he, he's mostly known as an inker. He inked the uh, famous Todd McFarlane cover of The Incredible Hulk, where uh, Wolverine's got his blades out and you see the Hulk's reflection in the blades. Like, he did a lot of cool stuff. He's, he's a really great inker. So, um, if you go to his GoFundMe page for Bob Wyasek's Glaucoma, he had a goal of something like $15,000. As of recording, uh, they've raised about 22000 Yay! So, all you got to do, if you want to go get into this, you could just like, uh, Bleeding Cool reported on this. So, if you just search Bleeding Cool for anything about Brian K. Vaughn or Alan Moore or Gen 13 or Bob Wyasek, you'll see this. But uh, you go to Bob Wyasek's GoFundMe page, you give any amount, and then you email uh, thanksforhelpingbobw at gmail.com and Brian K. Vaughn's personal wiener dog assistant hamburger Kayvon will get back to you with a link. He just got back to me like two hours ago, so I haven't read it yet. But there you wouldn't go. It, wouldn't it be just a bunch of barks? Yeah. Well, no, he because he's typing. 
Oh. Like, if if he tried to read uh. back what he had typed, yeah, it would just be barks. But the, the letter itself, right. the letter sense. itself is words. I put the link in the uh, episode description. So yeah, we can throw that link it. in there. Why not? So yeah, that was a good a good thing to feel good about today. After mm-hmm. months and months of just horrible atrocities we've been well, talking about well, on this I show. I don't like that a, a talented artist can't afford a basic uh, medical procedure. He knew what he was getting into by getting into the comic book industry. Uh, he, uh, he didn't know what he was getting into being born in this fucking country. Yeah. Well, you know, we came together and we all got a cool, uh, we all got a reward out of it. So your altruism actually means something for once. For once. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, this there's, is the no, one time. there's no dark underbelly unless hamburger is code for like child slaves. No, he's, he's just a wiener dog. He's just a wiener dog. Don't look he's at the wiener boy. dog. Don't look at any of his nefarious activities. He gets 99% of the profits for his salary. He's like, what's that uh, cancer company that steals all the money? <laughs> what? Going off on a couple of tangents now. The pink ribbon people. Oh, Susan the, J. The Susan J. Cohn. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like 99% of like all the money they get goes like to like salaries. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not 99%, but yeah, it is an inordinate amount of money that goes to the president of Susan J. Komen Foundation. That's pretty fucked up. Susan G. Komen. Susan G. Komen. Oh, James, you were on this gig with me, weren't you? Where we were out the yeah. obstacle course out in the middle of nowhere, and like a turn, it was like for it was like a dirty, like a mud, yeah, run, like obstacle we course. Probably, and yeah, we probably shouldn't say found out that too many specifics. Was, well, no, no, I won't, I won't. But it's like uh, they told us, uh, yeah, like uh, it's for charity, but only like 0.5%. Yeah, like the bare minimum. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a it was a hellacious gig. This was back when we were we were fresher in the industry of live events. And that was we got, ten years ago, bro. Sure, let's say ten years ago. But yeah, we had been hornswoggled into this ridiculous job. Which honestly, we could do a special episode just talking about that job. That's a whole other thing. Um, but I we think, had to bring in Mike Gutierrez. Yeah, our good buddy Mike Gutierrez uh, could definitely fill in some of the gaps there. But uh, it went horribly. And I think, if I understand correctly, we ended up getting those guys fired. I think we I got no some, part in that. I think we got some people fired because they were uh, they were decidedly unwoke. Uh, they were not exactly <laughs> they were not exactly respectful of our female coworkers, and uh, I fucking snitched on that. In my brain, one of them ha- is like a giant guy with a big beard wearing a straw hat with like yeah. bib overalls with one of the straps mm-hmm. undone yep. with no shoes on. Oh, no. Did that man exist or did I invent no. that over, the, he, over this last decade? He was real and he had a drawl <laughs> and he could barely talk. And I always considered him to be like the like the 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 dog mascot for the rest of the of the rest of the crew, the hamburger cave Vaughn of the rest of the team that he was working with. I was living in a gigantic mansion at that time. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Gigantic. That's where my residence mansion. was. All right. Isn't that weird? I mean, you've called your current apartment a, giga- a gigantic mansion as no, well. No, this was like a legit gigantic mansion. Right. There's like 24 bedrooms. Were you renting a room? No, uh, uh, my the my girlfriend's parents were these super rich people, and they were gone. They would travel for like months and we would dog sit and we would just live at the super mansion now super mansion is that is that the mansion owned by no. superman no james i mean no, it, no connection it's to like superman. it's like no okay. it's like it's like if it's like if the super truck was right. a mansion uh, it, it it almost is it is it's so big well, can fit one whole modoc <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Speaking of uh, women's issues and breast cancer awareness, we got Miss Marvel here, feminist icon Miss Marvel, issue five, 1977, a book called Bridge of No Return, written by Chris Claremont, of all people. Yeah, my boy. Yeah. My boy. Art by Jim Mooney and Joe Sinot. I guess this would be pretty early in Claremont's career, wouldn't it be? I don't know. He wrote everything at all times. Yeah, yeah he came out of the womb writing. He, he did his first X-Men <laughs> treatment at like prenatal. Still working. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's still pumping out comics. I don't think yeah, he, no, he really absolutely stopped. Is. I think I saw him at uh, CB, CBGB's. No, I didn't see him at CBGB's. Uh, C2E2. Oh. I think I saw him at C- C2E2 a couple of years ago. Yeah, so uh, what I've learned about this book is I had no idea what Ms. Marvel's superhero origin was. Uh, you mean incredibly complicated? I had no. Well, that's very Claremont. Like, that is a, 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 a good symbol. Yeah, the good sign that Claremont wrote this character. <laughs> this is also the '70s origin. This is the, so. There's a good chance that it is completely different now. I only yeah. know from the movie that they made recently. It's not worth trying to follow all of this. It looks like Claremont's career started in about 1969. He graduated college in '72. So uh, yeah, this was pretty early on in his career, relatively speaking. Do you think he purposely does all this, that he involves all his stories to create hyper-complicated origin stories and like something like uh, uh, pinnacle moments in the character's career so for like job security because like new writers just be like i can't fucking remember all this shit that, that happened call him and have him consult on the comic books to just tell a friggin' story it's a thousand dollars per consultant yeah absolutely it should Consultancy. be no mm-hmm. i just like his brain just works that way he likes things to be super complicated and that's i cool. did mm-hmm. i loved how complicated 80s x-men was it was great so this is a book uh, about Miss Marvel trying to stop a giant truck, because why the fuck not? While well, showing us her ass, the entire comic book. She does. Like, even on the cover here, she's twisted in a way that I don't think is biologically possible. It's not. Uh, look at that. Well, she's not a person. Well, she's no, still she a human is a person. body. No, she's like a weird, like, she's like Captain, she's like Captain Marvel of DC. She like says Shazam and turns into Ms. Marvel. Yeah, there is a little bit of that, except she has no real control over it. Um, they do spend some time in the book, like recapping her origin. So I guess we'll get to that when we get to that. Well, neither Captain Marvel can't control it either because he sneezes and he turns into Captain Marvel. That is not how that happens. Shazam! Oh, God. It never happened. How do you sneeze? That's how I sneeze. I say Shazam, doesn't everybody? I'm gonna, I think why, I might start. That's why that book was so confusing to me. I'm also making a note personally to start chalking anything I do up to Cree science. Yeah. It was Cree science. Yeah, that's right. They built the pyramids. Yep. And I don't understand. Is that a Marvel thing? Is that like exactly what Marvel did? They that, did like That's what the Eternals was, right? Uh, that they built the pyramids? I don't well, know. They, they, they came, they, they're the aliens that came to Earth and manipulated all the human DNA and oh. made the humans and made the mutants and made the Eternals and made the, all yeah. the different kinds, Inhumans. And the, the Inhumans are the Eternals. I can never tell them apart. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that yeah. was Kree, and the Kree are the, the Anunnaki of the Marvel Universe. Well, they ain't here. So this is Danger Truck. That's what I was thinking in my head. I I started writing a Waylon Jennings style country song called Danger Truck. Yeah, it's great. It's 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 a fantastic giant danger truck that Tony Stark has commissioned. (laughs) It really it's like the Canyon Arrow. Yeah. 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 It's very accurate. Unexplained Uh, fires are the matter for the courts. Yep. Smells like a steak and seats 35. You know, like Ford just recently made a movie, like a fake movie 
they're about the Ford Bronco because they were bringing it back. Mm-hmm. And so they made a movie called John Bronco about a man that they named the Bronco truck after. Sweet. And it was just one big Ford advertisement, but it's like made like a real like Will Ferrell comedy. They hired all the same people. I think Tim Meadows is in it. But it's that just seems a, about right. I mean, it's just a giant Ford commercial. Yeah, hmm. they do that now. I watched it. I watched yeah. it thinking it was like a comedy fake documentary. Yeah. You know, and then I realized, like, oh shit, this is a truck ad. It's advertainment. I mean, to be fair, they do. Re- they need to really up it and make it seem real wholesome after OJ. Oh, he was found not guilty. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. It, the glove didn't fit. I saw mean? it. I saw him try to get it on. It was hard. What do you mean? He's found I not mean, guilty. Like I can't. Like, dude, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Right. Anyway, all right. So in this book, remember when uh, he wrote? Remember when he wrote that book? If I w- if I had done it, yeah. If, if I did, I did it, it, and then yeah, and it's I think like, it, bro, didn't it co- not get published? Didn't it get not not put no, out? Because no, everyone, so no. So did come out. Ron Ron Goldman is that the gentleman's name? Sure, sure. They gave uh, Ron Howard. It was Ron Howard. They went through, and he was going to publish it, and he still owes the money from the civil suit and everything. So they swooped in and were like, ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh, and so they did publish it but essentially they just published it uh they changed the title and made the if really small so it just says i did it huh and they very much portray it as like uh here's the confession oj's still alive isn't he yes yeah all right he's He's, gonna find the real killer do you like so who was that guy living in his pool house kato kato (laughs) kalen yeah He just got some fucking random stoner living in his house. He was the man. He was an actor. I'm sure he's done a lot of great things since then. Yeah, I live with OJ. Yeah. Everything's been really cool. Yeah. There's some shouting. He could he could play the sidekick in BoJack Horseman. He could do all kinds of great slacker roles. Is that what he did? Did he no, play the that was sidekick Aaron Paul. in BoJack? I didn't no, really but it's watch the same character. Um, anyway, so let's get on to this. So uh, we open up, and Carol Danvers, who is sort of kind of Miss Marvel, she's in therapy. And uh, she's got her handsome boyfriend therapist who's diagnosing the fact that she's crazy. Yeah, of course that's her boyfriend, though. Yeah, it's well, I don't think they're officially together, but let's be honest, that's what happened. This is that's before gross. there was that was before there were ethics. Yeah, well, no, yeah, exactly, Shay. It's not offensive because this was before that was a breach of protocol. Yeah, no, it's to, well, not. That's, that's how you meet girls. <laughs> you you date the girls in no, your in your therapy session. That was the Columbo point of becoming episode. a doctor. There's a Columbo episode about that, and it's not okay then, and that's the 70s. Well, maybe this guy didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. He should like, have. God, not everybody watched it. He didn't didn't know. He's like, what do you mean? I got into therapy to meet girls. (laughs) So apparently the whole thing is that she can't really control when she switches between Carol Danvers and Miss Marvel. And she's uh, it's tearing her apart. And she's not sure if she can give up or if she wants to give up being Miss Marvel. Uh, there's like this bottom uh, middle panel is the part where he's, he's thinking like she's talking. He's like, I just want to kiss your mouth. I am not listening to what she's saying at all. I hope she doesn't ask me a question. You are very pretty. (laughs) (laughs) So she storms out because she's also a a bit of a journalist. Um, She's starting up a new magazine called Woman Magazine. Before we get too far into that, let's go over all her various jobs. Yeah, she is like a fucking Barbie doll. Like it's unreal. Like how, like first she was uh, a military uh, colonel. Like she was a fighter pilot, then she became security chief to NASA. 
Yes. Right? Then she gave it all up to run a magazine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, a woman's magazine. And she's also possessed by a Kree ghost. Yes. She's right? had quite a life. I and she's like I, 24. I, yeah, she's 24. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is pretty impressive. Like, I got up at noon. Yeah. This is a good CV <laughs> that she's building. Although that means that her time at jobs is very, very short. Right, yeah. she's unreliable. It doesn't yeah. look good on her resume. Like she's well, some, she keeps getting promoted up. She's but I don't failing see how. up. Yep, failing yeah, she's up. failing up. Uh, I know some people like that. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're uh, talking right now. <laughs> uh, that's not true. You're uh, always totally, on time. Yes. I've, I've, uh, yeah, I faked it till I made it to the point where if there was ever a religion about it, it'd be the Pope. I will say, Mike was always on time for jobs. That's part of the scam. Which doesn't seem like it should be a big deal, but it's a shockingly big deal in the live events industry. It's it hard. Is rare. It's hard to get to places sometimes. It's Okay, that must be why. That must be the reason. What if your train breaks down? What if your car breaks down? What if you get mugged? What if you get lost? What if, uh, what if, what if, what if? All that stuff's absolutely true, but, and, and I'm not going to discount that there are real instances of that. There's a lot of instances where kids were just like too fucking baked. They were too baked to make it on time. I don't know why they could have just got too baked at work. Yeah. Like there was any- <laughs> yeah, that's what you learn once you've been doing it for a couple of years. Sound like anyone's police. Sound like anyone's policing that. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, so then uh, we find out why she left the security chief at NASA job, which was because uh, there was a giant space fight in her office. Right. I like. I like how like the two aliens are these white guys. <laughs> they're just these. They're like they're wearing their Star Trek uniforms. One of them has like a rat tail. Yeah, I don't know who that is. It's the original Captain Marvel, who is a silver fox. He's looking great. Ooh, yeah, and uh, some other dude who has like Saturn on his, uh, the rings of Saturn like, on his chest. I guess he's a Cree. That's like a, a, the, what the Crees wear. They oh, wear yeah? those, uh, you know, symbol chest okay. spe- speed suits, I guess. He looks like, it looks like the Legion of Superheroes, honestly. So like, uh, so neither of these guys are white. They're of the race of pink Cree. Right. That is true, which is close enough to white. There's blue and pink Cree. And then there's also their leader is a giant green tentacle blob in a, in a glass jar. Hmm. I don't think I knew that. Oh, yeah. He's called the Supreme Intelligence. What color is he, though? He's green? green? Yeah, he's green. Uh, now, uh, so what, who's his chosen people then? Like, we need to have people that look like him in order uh, to know that I they're the right. I think the blue people are the ones that he likes. I can't uh. remember. This is right, Chris so Claremont Marvel 30, 40 years ago. <laughs> so in the midst of this fight, Carol Danvers gets hit, falls down, and we're all relieved to see that she wears an extremely supportive bra. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no movement whatsoever. There is no, it, it's nice and firm. And uh, the gun makes a chicken sound. <laughs> it, it does. It does. I didn't. I didn't put that together. That it says uh, "pukau." Like that's like it's just the sound it makes. It's, and apparently, Cree guns like give you the powers of a god. In the Cree universe, that's very intimidating. They don't have chickens, so they showed up <laughs> at Earth. They showed up to Earth and tried to intimidate with people, and they just got laughed at. They're like, "Get away from here! Or I'll kill you with my god power gun!" And they're like, "What?" It goes away. Pukau! It's the most terrifying sound on my planet. But with the best benefits, I would love to be shot by that gun. (laughs) Funny. Okay. So uh, she gets caught in the crosshair of this and Miss Marvel or Mr. Captain Marvel rescues her. Mr. Marvel. Mr. Marvel. Shazam 
jumped over from the DC universe and rescued her. Uh, but somehow she got exposed to some radiation and I guess she got like, she absorbed part of Captain Marvel's essence, I guess. I don't know. That's that's fair enough. We can say that. It doesn't that. make any sense. It's like Firestorm. Yeah, sure. That's good enough. They're in a matrix. I guess. Um, and so then she decides, well, I've had enough of this. It's not going to get any more exciting than this. I should go uh, start a magazine. Yeah, she got the fuck out of there, and she goes into business with J. Jonah Jameson, and she's trying to make a women's magazine, but he keeps asking for pictures of Spider-Man. Yes, that's all he cares about. She's like, I'm trying to make this women's magazine. Is there a Spider-Woman? There actually is. Yeah, yeah. We're, that's <laughs> why like, they created Spider-Woman. And he's looking at her like, you know what I want. <laughs> So she started going to therapy. She's like, my new boss just wants pigeons to Spider-Woman, and I don't know where she is. She doesn't even exist yet. <laughs> it's really fucking complicated. She exists. Spider Does Woman she exist at this point? Yeah, Spider-Woman in the 70s had a cartoon show. Oh, yeah, with the orange and uh, yellow costume. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. That was a good look. No. All right, well, fine. <laughs> Maybe once it's been adapted, you'll like it. Uh, adapted for the screen. So uh, the doctor decides to hypnotize her, and under hypnosis, she reveals herself as Miss Marvel, where I guess her brain just flips over to like the Cree particles that she absorbed, and she becomes a different person. Uh, she gets her hair did. Yeah. It, it's, so now, yeah, exactly. Her hair changes to sort of like a feathered thing. Shay, what is that called? It's feathered. It's a feathered With, bob. Oh, yeah, feathered is the right word when okay. it does like that. All right, cool. Well, I feel good about that. Good think job. The, you think it's the Cree particles that do it? Yeah. Exact electricity? It's yeah. very, it, it's like Farrah Fawcett is what they, yeah. are, are like kind of, it was very 70s. You know what? She's kind of modeled after Farrah Fawcett. She might now be. That I'm looking, now that I'm looking at it, I she can see be. who they, they were like, you know, they kind of figure why not. That's probably why that other guy had to tie his hair back in a pony knob, because this is what happens yeah. with the Cree particles if you don't do it. I mean, it's 73, so it might be very early or not very early, sorry, before Farrah Fawcett, but that's still, mm -hmm. like, that's the best way that I can think of, kind of. Or maybe it's Suzanne Summers. Yeah. Look at that, she's, look at her thigh master Yeah, legs. those thighs are looking great. I will say, though, I'm not crazy about this costume. It's not a great costume. No. It's just sort of like a half shirt. Yeah, what if she gets cold? Yeah, it's like she absorbs him and only absorbed half of his costume. Yeah, she only absorbed right. the sexy parts. All right. Maybe on Cree, that's just like a business suit. Oh, God, I wish it was that way on Earth. God, I feel so much more comfortable. It kind of is. Let's wear a tie around my dick. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, yeah, dude, we'd all be happier. Real. I wouldn't I'd be cold. No, well, I'll deal with it. I'll feel like it's, it's worth, uh, so you got to make sacrifices for fashion. They make like cock heaters. <laughs> so uh, this gives her the strength of 10 men, and she has like a seventh sense where she kind of just senses things and just goes with it. Just you know, woman's intuition. She says the uh, strength of 10 men, but later you see her uh, tear a gigantic tree out of the ground. It's like, no, yeah, a little more than 10 men. She didn't say what size men. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 10, could, 10 Paul Bunyans. 10 Hulks. Yeah. <laughs> By the you way, know? I was thinking about that. Doesn't Hulk, like, give everybody around him cancer? Like, yeah. Wouldn't he just, at least, at least when he's Hulk, I can accept that when he's Bruce Banner, maybe he's not giving off radiation. Fine. No, he, yeah, definitely. He's killing everyone around him. Spider-Man is too. Nobody says anything about this. They just let it go. Yeah, they well, are because they made a whole Spider-Man comic. I was about, about to his, say that. Uh, all right, then go ahead. Tell us. No, you can say it. You can say it. But I was just about to, yeah, well, to refute it. it. <laughs> somebody talk about uh, Parker's radioactive sperm that kills his wife. Oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. I didn't know that had anything to do with, uh, that didn't have anything to do with Hulk, though. 
I know Spider-Man's no, but I'm saying Marvel did bring up that a radioactive character is killing his loved ones. Just yeah. by it's not Hulk. And they did it in uh, Squadron Supreme. Yeah. One of the superheroes was so radioactive, he uh, he killed people around him. Well, Hulk is literally green and radiate. Like, he looks like a ball of radiation, and Captain America's just like, yeah, that's cool. So there's like a, a, a Ms. Marvel exoskeleton she's wearing, right? Yeah. And it materializes oh. yeah. when she turns into Ms. Marvel, mm-hmm. and uh, they never explain where it came from. Well, not in this issue. I mean, like, who built it? I guess the Cree. Right, but where'd she get it? The Cree. I know, but they sh- they showed us her origin. Like, she had no point did she have any like contact with the Cree where they're giving her exoskeletons and but shit. But she absorbed his costume, and so his costume had it. Chris Claremont, you f- wacky dude. Listen, and <laughs> don't think about it, Mike. You can only spend a couple pages recapping the origin. Claremont, we want you to do something uh, extra for X-Men that hasn't been done before. Well, I'm going to have a space alien called Eric the Red come to Earth and turn mm-hmm. Magneto into a baby. <laughs> All right. That <laughs> is very just, Silver Age. Guess we're just going to do that. <laughs> so then we see that Miss Marvel kicked a bunch of supervillains' asses. Uh, 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 who is particular? Destroyer and... Uh, scorpion. S- scorpion. Whose tail, like, it isn't a scorpion tail. It's like a kitty cat tail. It's a kitty cat tail, yeah. Mm-hmm. Scorpions are scary. He would be if he had a real tail. Like, I'm not scared of a tail that's just there to help him balance. What if it's like a string is attached to, like, the back of his head, Mm -hmm. you know, to keep the tail up to make it look, like, real? Oh, sad. And he's just a guy in a suit. (laughs) There's a reason he hasn't been in the movies yet. He's not the best. Um, I don't know. You want to know why? Because I think all the Spider-Man villains are kind of the same. Uh, yeah, we've talked about it before. They all have the same color scheme. They're just basically an animal with a yellow and green color scheme. That happens a lot. Or purple. Or purple, yeah. It's just a good contrast. So there's an ad for uh, Become a Locksmith. That's good advice. So I counted in this comic, there are more non-image pages than images. Because there's hmm. like one or two pages of written stuff with the comic. But other hmm. than that, it's ads. Yeah. yeah. They want to get on that Chris Claremont train. Yeah. They heard Claremont was writing. Because they know that he forced the children to buy all the Marvel books because that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how he wrote. Build those Marvel zombies up, boy. Good. That's good advice, though. Be, become a locksmith. I knew a guy who was a locksmith, and he made tons of money, and he and he just worked whenever he wanted. And there, there was never a point in his day or night where he couldn't be working. Yeah, because dumbasses lose their keys all the yeah, time. That's exactly word for word what he said to me. <laughs> and And let's not forget criminals. Criminals love to get into locks they otherwise can't get into. He looked like uh, Sam Kennison's, like one of his kids, like a bastard son of Sam Kennison. I like all these testimonials from people that took the course, and they all look like their faces came from wanted posters. Yeah, like yeah they, for sure. Like it's smart even to this day. Becoming a locksmith is smart. Not with all these smart locks. Yeah, become a smart locksmith. <laughs> right, sure, <laughs> fine. That's my favorite Marvel villain, by the way. Smart Locksmith? Yeah, yeah he's too. great. Um, so anyway, back in the modern times. Uh, you, know, so, you know whose villain he is? Yeah. Uh, Stingray's. <laughs> Sting, Stingray's villain is just like a wet floor. Like he can't, <laughs> he can't handle much. Yeah. He is not set, for, set up for success. So back in the modern times, we got Carol Danver going to a big meeting at uh, Tony Stark's office, but Tony Stark isn't there because he only talks to women that he can bang. That's right, he does. Mm-hmm. He's red pill as fuck. He is. So he sends old Beta Bill to go talk to her. <laughs> so, Not Beta Ray Bill. Not Beta it, Ray Bill. 
He's already got his blue suit on just to show like where he stands in all this. <laughs> There's a dude named Abe Klein who's there to represent Tony to Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers is there to yeah, interview. Look at, Abe, look at Abe Klein. You know, he is a real good friend. Yeah, he's, he's got a good personality. <laughs> he's always there in the middle of the night when you need a help. Uh, he's like a, a brother. Yeah. Got to put this shelf up. Come on by. Help me out here. Um, so yeah, so, uh, <laughs> Carol Danvers is there to ask about, uh, women in the Tony Stark empire. And, uh, apparently, uh, Tony's, it's not been great about hiring women. Uh, well, uh, they say they hired the best person for the job and she's in, uh, she's like, well, I don't really care about that. I only care about quotas. Hmm. Now that wasn't very, uh, that wasn't very blue pilled of you. <laughs> that was a very red pilly thing to, to say, to infer. Um, so yeah, she, uh, Carol Danvers has found that there was only uh, one female plant manager, and then that whole plot thread is dropped. Supposedly, <laughs> Women Magazine was great, though. I'm sure it went on for many, many years. So uh, what, she says, yeah, it, she it says, goes from being around, about a woman's magazine to being about a truck. Like this is the biggest <laughs> fucking Boys. male appeasement. Yeah, appealing. But now, like so, I know we talked about a magazine and women, but yeah. like look at this fucking Hemi. All right, Claremont, we got this Miss Marvel comic book. What do girls like reading about more than anything? Mid-drift and big fucking trucks. Miss <laughs> Marvel, she says, you only got one woman who's a plant manager. It's such as, oh, no, uh, uh, she got married and had a baby and quit. Yeah. We can't seem to get him to last. Yeah, she got pregnant and we fired her, as was the style at the time. Yeah. Which was the style at the time. Uh, so then she, she decides to just drop this entirely, looks out the window and sees a giant Tony Stark <laughs> truck. She says, well, you convinced me femininism isn't real. Ooh, a truck. <laughs> Do you want me to model on it? Where am I supposed to lean on this thing? Um, Do you come with the car? <laughs> oh, you. Uh, and so the, the she asks, you know, what, what's going on? What is this transporting? And he goes, listen, you wouldn't understand with your tiny woman brain. I can't tell you what's in there. He's like, lady, that there's the danger truck. <laughs> you know what? And his pants just start to rise up higher until it gets to the bottom of his chest as he's talking about the danger truck. That's how I feel when I think about trucks. He's like, it can't turn. by Just by looking at it, you can clearly see this no. thing has no ability to turn whatsoever. Yep. It just goes in a straight line. That's why it's so dangerous. It's 0.5 MPG. We put the vision in it because he can uh, survive crashes, so, which there will be because they can only go in one direction. And we forgot brakes. Saving costs where we can. Uh, I like that. Apparently, Matches Malone is uh, driving the, the car, so, too. In the cab of the truck is being driven by what is clearly Matches Malone, wearing aviator sunglasses in the daytime. Bad idea. And sitting shotgun is the vision who has no problem with any of this. Uh, wearing a big yellow cape for no reason. It w well, again. Which was his style at the time. It was the 70s. Uh, that's, what he, that's what he looked like at the time. So uh, Carol Danvers is like, well, I got nothing else to fucking do today. I guess I'll follow this. She goes, I guess I'll just get super naked. Yeah, so she gets a premonition that she should deal with this truck and decides that's good enough for me. I'm out of here. She covers her face more than she does her ass. Feminism! Yep. Uh, so she uh, flies through the air and she sees the truck coming. And she says, well, if the Avengers knew who I was, I could just ask them to stop. But since they don't, I'm going to rip a tree out of the ground and just try and just jackknife this truck off the road. You know, they have an office. Yeah. Well, just, also, just she beat them. up she beat up the scorpion like yeah. like she should be noted at this point. 
there's just so many superheroes like fighting supervillains like they yeah. doesn't even make the news anymore it's like a school shooting yeah it's just obnoxious like i don't want to hear about it anymore <laughs> i want to hear we're about getting, tort reform we're not getting rid of the second amendment so just stop harping <laughs> on it this is the uh, sacrifice we're making <laughs> Uh, so she pulls a tree out of the ground and she throws it uh, right in the road. It does not work at all because uh, Matches Malone decides to just plow straight into it. Man, this comic about the super truck has a lot of bodybuilding ads. <laughs> and they really didn't know their audience in this thing. Well, they really did know their audience because here's a huge uh, panel of uh, Ms. Marvel's ass. Yeah, yeah, this is bad. There's no defending this. She's I mean, crouching on the, the collapsed tree for no reason. Like, if she was so cold to have a scarf, like, mm -hmm. she should be cold enough to wear pants. Yeah. I mean, I guess blood circulation is different when you're a Cree. What if this was just the, uh, the, the, the colorist decision? Uh, hmm. Colors like are very horny. Like they like just drew this outfit and they're like, okay, uh, they, like they, they put in all the, like the numbers of what color they want it painted. And they're like, all right, here we go. Paint this in. He's like, all right, I'm going to make her as naked as possible. We make a lot of jokes about how the writers and the artists don't get paid much for these comics. The colorists are getting paid in like crumbs and buttons. Like, so I, they, they got to get their excitement where they can. Yeah. Cause they're not dating. Yeah, they're making no money. They're not getting any. Like, this is all I got. They're not high value. Yeah, they're not. Um, so I, I just want to say, right, at this point, we're about, ha we're a little less than halfway through the comic, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So sure. far, what has happened is a backstory yeah. and seeing a truck. Mm -hmm. And we are halfway through this comic. It's the Claremont special. It sure is. Uh, and I love how, like. And it's not, uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's not its first issue. Like, no, yeah. and, and Ms. Marvel's ass just gets rounder as the fucking yeah. comic. Again, it's, Cree it's DNA. Like, it's like what they did with Power Girl's uh, tits, how they just kept making them bigger yeah. to see if anybody would call them out on it. That's actually yeah. how uh, Laura Croft's tits got so big in uh, the Tomb Raider games. It was like an error when they were originally coding her. Like they put in the wrong number and the tits were huge and they were like, you know what? We're going to go with this. Yeah, sell some games. And they did. <laughs> I okay. had Tomb Raider 2 and 3. Those games were fucking great. I never played them. I've they been were told really they're fun. awesome. I'll check them out one day. Could you play it with one hand? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't do very well. I mostly just ran in circles. When you were playing Nintendo 64 and you got that rumble pack with the Star Fox game and mm -hmm. it started to rumble when you blew up the enemy base and you just put that motherfucker right in your butthole. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I call a barrel roll. <laughs> ja but James didn't You're have so an glad N64. That worked. What Shay? shut up Shay? Uh, shut up. N64? No. You got you got to let a bit work. It's just a bit. It's magic. No, James if James is going to if James is going to talk about his butthole, I want him to talk about it truthfully. Like like James has no idea any of the words I said. He just yeah. went with it. <laughs> just stringing things together. That's how comedy works. Mhm. Mm so anyway, uh, Carol Danvers goes flying and the vision comes out of his shotgun seat and decides he's going to engage in fisticuffs. Yeah. And he just immediately kills her. <laughs> yeah. Well, she does seem to be weakened by something. It's later on. It's mentioned that maybe she got hit with a radiation bomb recently and she may be losing some of her powers. <laughs> radiation bomb. Sure. Clever. Great. That's how it works. <laughs> I mean, uh, be, you and I would be pretty weak if we were hit with a radiation bomb. We'd also be dead. Yeah. 
And uh, Miss Marvel says to the Vision, hey, man, you have to listen to me. There's something up with the truck. And the Vision says, why should I believe you? Supervillains say that shit all the time. And Carol Danvers goes, oh, yeah, that's right. No, they do say that. He goes, hey, why are you dressed like my dead friend? Is Is Captain Marvel dead yet? I don't know. (laughs) Why'd you use parts of his costume and not all of it at all? He's like, girl, you've been doing your squats. I know I'm a robot, but damn! Oh, he's not a robot. He's a, he's a synthoid. synthoid. Yeah, he's I know, a synthoid, I know. and he uh, he does have a penis, and he does reproduce. Oh, that's great! Good for him. Good for him that he's got a dick. Trying to figure out what Vision's powers are because he's got like a forehead laser. Yeah, that's uh, the. St- I don't think that was a an Infinity Stone in the comics, though, was it? No, it that was just for the movie. Yeah, that's what I thought. In the comics, he was created by Ultron to kill the Avengers, and then Wonder Man dies, and so and they put like his essence in. Yeah, and she yeah. was, and was Scarlet Witch was banging Wonder Man, and then when they put him into Vision, she's like, "I guess like will you uh, inherit this pussy." Yeah, I'm glad you had something there. Yeah, that's all I had. I need I needed a hornier sound. If anybody's got a suggestion for a hornier sound. Save me from my poorly thought out joke. I didn't know where, where it was going to go. <laughs> I rely too much on my ability to just like, I'm just going to direct this. this joke somewhere yeah. and it's going to it's gonna work out. James that will just edit it later. It's fine. <laughs> Makes sense of this fucking hour and a half of nonsense that needs to get down to 60 minutes. Uh, um, so anyway, goodness. and then we see one of the weirdest two panels. Uh, Modoc shows up. Yeah, baby Galactus. So if nobody's seen Modoc, <laughs> yeah, he looks like Funko Pop Galactus. <laughs> Yeah, um, he he's got a big head in a in a containment suit and a tiny little body. I don't really know what to make of him. I really there's don't know gonna where be a he Modoc, fits. Well, there's going to be a Modoc show with uh, like, like this. Pat Nos- yeah, Pat yeah. Oswalt doing the voice. Um, yeah, it's an animated. Oh, one. that's scary. <laughs> I mean, you know, he man, he pulled off Happy. If nobody's ever seen Happy, that was a great show. I understand that, but he wasn't playing like a terrifying well, Marvel supervillain. I think it's meant to be a comedy. Oh, great. It's like like how Harley Quinn was a comedy, you know? Oh, but that was good. There's no way Modoc's going to be good. Sure. Let's just start prejudging everything. No but, way. So Modoc's watching this on a... I don't know where he's seeing this. Like, where's a camera? I thought he was in the truck. I did, too. <laughs> and then I I, well, I, the at truck. the end, I realized he wasn't in the truck. But at first, I thought he was in the truck. Yeah. I thought hmm. he was just in the truck and they were going to no. like, they were smuggling him in somewhere in the super truck. No, he's just monitoring via like Amazon drones. And he gets a uh, real car sick and that's why the vehicle can only go straight. Yeah, he throws up all the time. He's like, when I take my cat to the vet. Does he throw up? He doesn't have a stomach, does he? My cat? No, he's got a great stomach. No, I meant uh, Modoc. <laughs> I know. All, he's all face. Um, no, I think he still has a body. It's just all distorted. It's got, I'm really glad he doesn't take off that containment suit though. Cause his body has to be a disaster. I wonder how he jacks off. Oh God. Carefully. <laughs> Through an app. Yes. Yeah. He has to dial in. He, he, gets, he gets his N64 and he gets the <laughs> oh. rumble pack. And oh. did, I, did I, did I place that rumble pack on my balls once or twice as a kid? Did I, I might've. No, we're not going to answer that question. It's just, I that's, might've. that's, M, that's just going to be left uh, ambiguous. So Modoc's watching this. He's interested in Miss Marvel. He thinks he might be able to use her for some nefarious scheme. We'll find out in some unrelated comic book five years from now. It, it involves a USB port. <laughs> Maybe she can help me scratch this spot on my back that I can't reach. 
So here, uh, the vision, uh, he, the, during the fight, he's just like, oh, right, I can just kill my enemies immediately. And he uh, turns his, he, he makes his hand uh, immaterial and yeah. then solidifies it inside Ms. Marvel, killing her instantly. Yeah, because the vision is a psychopath. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm superior to you in every way, Meat Sack. He did it, and then he just left her lying in yeah. the road. Like, he's still supposed to be a hero. Yeah, he left the naked girl in the street. I mean, I guess he could have done something worse, but he could have been a lot more heroic as well. He's like, man, I got to get back on the super truck. <laughs> but he only knocks her out like they're still driving in the truck. It yeah, says time passes and then they're well, just down the road. Because there's no brakes on that truck. Vision has to catch up now. He has to get back in there. And uh, Bruce Wayne's uh, matches Malone mustache. The spirit gum holding it on is starting to kind of peel off a little bit because yeah. he's driving the truck and he's like starting to sweat, you know? Yeah. And yeah. But, but the Vision's is not a human being. So he's like, oh, he that's, understand. He's like, oh that's weird. Well, and oh. the satellite radio has to be going in and out at this point. Yeah. Yeah. There's electromagnetic waves that are throwing everything off. They can't listen to their oldies. And, and Matches Malone is listening to uh, Ozzy's Boneyard or whatever. I was about to say, you know, they're just blaring uh, E Street Radio. No, I think what happens is they both like very different types of music. Like one of them likes rap and one likes country and they keep fighting over the, the radio station. They slap each other's hands. and It's very funny. And then they put on that little Nas song, the the Old Town Road, which is rap and country, or that Nelly song, which is rap yeah. and country. And then they look at each other and they smile. No, Bruce Wayne listens to Judas Priest exclusively. <laughs> I just figured he listened to like Nordic metal. He listens to metal of some kind. That's what Bruce Wayne listens to. He has to. It, it, wouldn't, it, make any, up. it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Norwegian death metal. Yeah. He's yeah. listening to the to uh, uh, a bath you know and uh, he's listening to he's listening to some band whose logo you can't read yeah it's all sticks yeah it's like what, what are all these fucking tendrils i can't like what, well, how am i supposed to google you it, oh you're in a band what kind of music do you make oh we're in the kind of a band that makes the uh, the music that requires us to make our our title out of sticks <laughs> we have one of those really super veiny logos right. you know okay like you all know right, you cool. know what i mean it's like a black cover and all the sticks are white and it spells the name yeah. of our band we're always the afternoon headliners of those European music festivals. Okay, all right. So uh, Vision decides to fly ahead because uh, uh, Matches Malone is a stinky, stinky man. Mm -hmm. And uh, decides, you know, I'm just going to keep an eye ahead of the road and see if any more babes show up that I can murder. You know why he stinks is because Matches Malone is actually Bruce Wayne and he's losing all of his money in GameStop. <laughs> like, dude, they guaranteed me the short. What is Reddit? Alfred, what's Reddit? Is that a drug? What do I do? Like, is the Joker behind Reddit? Anyway, I hope that still makes sense by the time this episode goes live. <laughs> oh, it's going to be way worse. Oh, yeah, it's going to be insane. Uh, and so Miss Marvel shows back up and says, hey, bro, let's do He's this like, again. Check out my navel. It's the <laughs> highlight of my costume. I have a star pointing down to it. And it, do it works. It distracts him. And uh, she gives him a good old cold cock in the nape of his neck. Even though he can turn himself, uh, what's the immaterial? Word? Yeah, immaterial, immaterial intangible. Yeah, intangible. And he does that's, that. what was, that's what I've been doing this whole time. And he and he does it, but that's actually what she was hoping to accomplish because he falls through the bridge, and she uses Cree science to generate a field mag a magnetic she, field. She made a fucking net. Cree science. She made a goddamn gonna, net. Every time I do something really, really simple, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chalk up to Cree Vision science. Vision is just like nets. My one weakness. <laughs> <laughs> 
and it works. It holds she, them in. These primitive humans can't can't withstand the might of the Cree science net. Behold, well, like maybe maybe on the Cree planet, that really is science and technology that the rest of the population hasn't figured out. Yeah, they just haven't thought of it. They just now yeah. came up with it. They're like, so, "What the fuck?" Yes, right. <laughs> if you bind a bunch of rope together to make a pattern, it holds stuff in. Yep. Say, well, we're going to take over Earth with this shit. It's like, holy shit, like, that's going to make fishing crazy. (laughs) They're like, right? We don't have fish here, though. He's like, all right. Nice. Uh, (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. So uh, Captain Marvel decides to go ahead and confront Matches Malone. (laughs) A.K.A. Bruce Wayne. A.K.A. Bruce Wayne. And he just completely plows right into her. Very Bruce Wayne thing to do. Completely disrespect his female colleagues. He's got places to be. He shoots her with a force gun. You ever notice like all the high-tech weapons kill people less easily than normal guns? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like they spend all this time and effort making like all these different rays, and they have no lasting effects whatsoever. So uh, Carol Danvers uh, turns us against him, rips the wheel off of the danger truck. And she notices that there's no axle. She's like, how is this thing turning? It's almost <laughs> like it's not. It's like Cree science here. Uh, they don't so know that... the Cree science of turning the wheels. <laughs> uh, so the monster truck crashes. She jumps on top and opens up the, the cargo hatch. Mm-hmm. And there she sees a Modoc in front of a screen going, yeah! <laughs> Just trying to jack off, but he can't reach his dick. Played by, what's his name, Pat Oswald? Pat Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to uh, make fun of him because I don't really know anything about him. <laughs> I believe he's recently been turned back into a normal human. Like Modoc or uh, Modoc. That's Modoc. boring. Or what's his name? That comedian. Whose <laughs> name I already well, hey, forgot. Pat. Nosswell. Dude, he lost his wife. Leave him alone. I also just recently learned about Pete Davidson. I had no idea who that was. <laughs> so someone told wow. me, and I was like, okay. Uh, Wait, wow, how the fuck am I gonna know that? Well, because it's it's a famous name. It's he's in a comic book movie. Like it's just the thing. Which that, one? Uh, he's going to be in Suicide Squad, but I it's didn't already know filmed. that. Well, I figured you might know. He's a it's Saturday Night Live. He, six months. He's a Saturday Night Live guy, and I I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in like twenty years, so I don't know. He's a he's a character. He's a complex character. Phil Hartman's still on that show. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna get back on that. You let me know. Yeah, I'm no, not he still left, doing cool. He still left doing to Clinton. do news radio. <laughs> news radio. That show was great. Joe Rogan. That show was great. That was yeah. yeah back before Joe Rogan was openly f- uh, Joe yeah. Rogan. Yeah, he's, he, he's Rogan super out. Rogan now. He got hit with the ooze from if Turtles. You watch, yeah, seriously, because if you watch the show, the the show, like the character that he plays is a conspiracy theorist and stuff. Yeah. It is Joe Rogan, but uh, he has not gone full Rogan. They all kind of play like uh, exaggerated versions of themselves in that show. It's probably a good way to go, though. Yeah, That's a at good least way to... him and Dave Foley do for sure. D- Dave, Dave Foley, Foley was on Rogan's and Andy show. Dick. Dave Foley was the star of that show. Yeah, he was. No, he's talking about the Joe Rogan show. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Did he uh, he tell the child story, the child welfare story? No, he told the story about, uh, he was on Rogan, he talked about Canadian divorce laws. Like, holy crap. Yeah, that's that's, all related. That's what, he said child welfare, he meant child support. Yeah, if you go (laughs) and watch uh, his, uh, he has a stand-up special, and I cannot remember the name of it, but it's very intriguing because he goes through the whole 
insane uh, process of how he basically lost his family and can't return to Canada. Yeah, he, he's a wanted criminal in Canada. He's the nicest man in the world, and he can't go to fucking Canada yeah. to see his child. What rule is this? Like, yeah, your alimony has to meet the standards of the money you were making at the time at you were time. married. It's like, yep. holy shit, how is that even possible for anybody? Yeah, and comedians have notoriously consistent income. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's, right? making, he's making American sitcom money. Well, it's and like, like, here's the thing. A he, good year. He was in a Pixar movie. Yeah. Like, this dude was in a Pixar movie and still is yeah, struggling sleeping on couches. It. He's fucked. Yeah. He is seriously, though, super nice. Yeah, good dude. He, good I bro. met him once. Yeah, he Don't was get married. Very, don't very cohabitate. Nice. Not in Canada, for sure. Don't, don't here either. Here we got, uh, it's not even marriage laws, it's cohabitation laws. You can get fucked. So anyway, speaking of women, Captain Marvel, Miss <laughs> Marvel, goes ahead and she rips the hatch off of uh, the, the monster truck uh, to try and get at whatever's inside, but then she sees there's a bomb inside the hatch. Right, she just whips it in the air like a frisbee disc and it explodes, and it's so badass. And you know what, it though? The cool. best part of it, though, it doesn't make any chicken sounds. Yes. <laughs> and, she, and that's not terrifying at all to her, because she's only scared of chicken sounds. Uh-huh. Um, and there, but, but then Matches Malone pulls out a chicken baster. It's also <laughs> It's also worth noting something we kind of skipped over here is it explodes right now because it was supposed to explode while they were going over a bridge because supposedly if it exploded then it was going to transmit this chemical to 20 million people and kill 20 million people. It's the most densely populated area in the country and I don't think they mentioned where. I guess it's New York. It has to be New and, York. And 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 uh planned by Modoc, going to be played by Pat Oswald for laughs. I'm not sure if Modoc planned that. Well, we'll get to the end and we'll see because I'm not sure what happened here. Um, so <laughs> Matches Malone, Matches Malone <laughs> picks and pulls out a gun and zaps her in the back and it works. And also was like, I got a cute idea for a cartoon for Marvel guys. Like, oh yeah, yeah. what? You know that guy, that that, that uh, super terrorist? <laughs> I think that I should play him for laughs. Well, I mean, okay. Harley Quinn like, was kind of a terrorist as well. Like that joke with uh, Hogan's Heroes. It's like I have a great idea for a comedy show. We got some, we got some American POWs in a Nazi yeah. prison camp. Hilarious! Yeah. And there's a mic hidden in the teapot. It was great. <laughs> um, so Look matches- how competent the Germans are. <laughs> So Matches Malone uh, shoots at Carol Danvers. You know what the problem here is with uh, this fight, especially on the in, in the uh, perspective of Ms. Marvel. Is it Miss Marvel or Ms. Marvel? It's Ms. Marvel. Ms. I think it's, it's Ms. Ms. The thing is here, like he pulls a gun on her, but like why is she? Why should she be afraid of guns? The last time she was shot, she turned into Ms. Marvel. Well, I mean, that's a you're not going to keep leveling up like that. I mean, she's probably just like, hey, he's got. Little does he know, I'm not scared of guns. <laughs> So she uh, gets in a fight with uh, him. She knocks off his aviators. Oh, she goes, Bruce Wayne. He's like, shit. <laughs> no, no, that's the, another guy. She's like, I thought I heard Judas Priest in that truck. <laughs> so Danvers gets in a fight with Matches Malone, knocks his aviators off. He can't see shit now. Uh, and then he starts uh, spouting some weird culty shit about how, like, you can't kill me because I've never lived, uh, which makes a lot more sense when you realize he's a robot. Yeah, he's yeah. a robot, and uh, but she crushes his gun with her bare hands. Mm-hmm. Power Which, of ten men. Since Vision is a robot, I feel like he kind of failed here in picking up on something. Not a robot. <sighs> yeah, I, I actually did have it in my notes. How come the Vision couldn't tell the driver was a robot? He's I'm not surprised a robot. there wasn't. I feedback. didn't say the Vision was a robot. I said how come he couldn't tell? The, the uh, he's a synthoid. He's basically a person. He's just artificial. Were you were you surprised by Shay? I was just surprised that two robots in a car didn't produce some sort of feedback. 
Oh, yeah. true. But but as I said, Vision is not a not robot. Not a robot. He's practically human. Uh, he's uh, yep. This guy is though a robot. He Still is programmed and under the control of uh, you know those those folks. Sure, some evil folks. Aim, I think maybe it is. Modoc. It was Aim. Oh, sure, it's Modoc. Let's just Pat say it's Oswald. Uh, so yeah, but I really think if the Vision can scan the systems in the truck as he says he did, why oh, can't yeah, why he just yeah, scan that yeah. scan that dude? Yeah, you'd think maybe he would do that did, anytime. Maybe he just didn't scan the guy. You think though, just for security measures, getting the the super secret super truck, the danger yeah. truck, they're laying his whole job is to protect it. You think the first thing he do is scan his co-pilot? Well, maybe as a synthesoid, he looks down on robots and they're like the poor plebeians. He's like, huh, like, uh, maybe all humans are like this. Would it be rude for me to bring this up? Would it be racist? I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I don't want to lose my job. I've never scanned a human, so I really don't know what they look like. Never thought to do it. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I probably should have. Captain America would be pissed. He's like, eh, whatever. It's never been brought up. <laughs> I can get through my career without that coming up. I, what, a, 20 more a, years? He's a terrible choice for this, this mission. Yes. He clearly doesn't care. <laughs> Why should he's divorced from reality? Like he, he like, he, like the first problem it came across, he tried to kill her. <laughs> he did not, did not ask any questions. He's like, I'll just kill this lady, get back on the danger truck. Yes. <laughs> so and, uh, in the background, he hears the truck drive away. He's going, breaking the law, breaking the law. Yes. So uh, the vision does return because uh, he was trapped in a net. So Carol asks, how did you get out of that? And he goes, dude, it's a fucking net. I live on earth. She's like, oh, I can't believe the puny humans have best increased science. He's like, it's a net, lady. We got nets here. She goes, I've greatly underestimated the people on this planet. I will leave your planet now. <laughs> <laughs> You've clearly shown your superiority. Uh, what if the Kree just suck? They're just they're just super not advanced at all, but they think well, they're Well, those... you know, throughout Marvel Comics, you can like this, they've been around for thousands of years manipulating humanity, but their technology never gets any better. Like thousands yeah. of years go by and they're still doing the same old shit. It's like Star Wars. Yeah. They were yeah. expecting to come down and impress us all with Cat's Cradle. <laughs> oh, what's normal to him amazes us. <laughs> uh, so they team up to beat up the Matches Malone bot. And, and they don't know uh, he's a bot until now. Oh, like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They hit him and his chest explodes and he's just like, oh, it's better shit. Been a robot. <laughs> he goes, that was probably on me, huh? <laughs> Let's just tell Tony Stark that was a robot. Is that cool? She's like, maybe, uh, maybe you should have my job at the Avengers. Is there insurance? Are you like, are look you gonna this, get in trouble, Vision? Look at this, look at this book in, the, in its in its feminist agenda. The male is per, is is uh, perceived as an idiot, incompetent, yeah. while the woman has to come in and save the day. It's brainwashing the youth. Yeah, that is true. That is. Where'd exactly you get that bag of here. red pills? Uh, so. <laughs> So uh, the vision says, yeah, I wonder who sent that robot. I'm not going to investigate or nothing. Pat Oswald. <laughs> He's just sitting in the truck while this is going on, and they didn't look inside. They just <laughs> tore the lid off, threw the bomb, and Modoc's just been sitting in there going, man, I really hope they don't look in here. They don't. And he's like, that was fucking lucky. That's the, the last panel of the book is Modoc sitting there. Uh, wherever he is, we don't even know. He's in the truck. Now he has to like slowly try to get out, but he doesn't, have, he doesn't know how to do that. He's got those little legs and that super heavy yeah. body. Yeah. Well, what if he, wait, maybe he is the cargo? How does he get home? There's no phones at this time. He rolls. He just rolls down the hill. He rolls sideways. Yeah. That means like part of that would be really painful because he'd just be like hitting his face. Yeah. Like, like every rotation. That's that's how his face got that way. 
No, he's got a like a visor. I'm sure that comes out and protects. Oh, nice. He's got visor money. He's just like the worst transformer. He just transforms into a trash can. The worst transformer or the transformers James has because they never got put together properly. Yeah, as, as careful listeners will remember, I never got the the key transformer that made all the other transformers come together into a giant transformer. And it's it's why I turned out this way. <laughs> it's like that that Never missing trans- that missing transformer is just my missing soul. That was me about God in the last issue, the last yeah. episode. We all got some serious holes in us. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, we Modoc's been monitoring this, and he says eventually Miss Marvel is going to swear her allegiance to him forever, and we don't know what that's about. And that's the end of the book. Mm-hmm. That's some incel shit. Yeah, yeah, it's just some. Modok weird. is the original incel. Like that's probably the way to go with Modok is to make him an incel. I mean, he like, is clearly he's they, like obsessing over a woman he sees on a screen. Well, they did it with a uh, with a uh, Doctor Psycho in Wonder Woman. Oh, so, did they? Yeah, yeah, he's 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 kind of an MRA guy kind of guy. We talk about that movie. Did we ever talk about that? We talked about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we did. I had to get us off it because we were we we spent way too much time on it. But yeah, we we, we noted our uh, our beefs. That's so bad. <laughs> it was it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, but it was it was flawed. It was it had some deep flaws. Oh man. It did not live up to the hype. Yeah, it did not live up to the hype. Suicide you know, Squad looks great though. You know what is living up to the hype? For for decades and de- for my, my life people like all my sci fi friends have been telling me to read Dune and because uh, I have ADD that is not happening, but mm-hmm. I've been listening to it on audio tape. It's pretty great, I have to say. Like Dune does live up. Audio tape. I got James like the Illuminatus. <laughs> Yeah, read. Illuminatus trilogy is very good as well. Mm, I don't know what that is. It's uh, well, <laughs> couldn't possibly get into it. <laughs> it's ve- it's very down the rabbit hole, but it's actually where the the term Illuminati became popularized in this what's, novel. What's the uh, the the big uh, uh, Tolkien like? Uh, not Lord of the Rings and not The Hobbit, but maybe another one. Oh, that's Samael. Yeah, Samaelian or whatever. Yeah, I got that too on audiobook. I'm gonna listen to that. Okay. I really prefer if you just get it on cassette tapes. All right. So anyway, that's about that. We didn't even talk about the WandaVision show, probably because I haven't watched it. Uh, so, I, it's, I've only, I'm only like two episodes in, and they're still kind of like they're cooking. Well, I just think I have, to like, uh, I have to acknowledge the fact that it exists. And we didn't plan this. This just came up on the wheel. This you know just... what, though? Some of it, like, uh, there are some genuine, like, really scary moments in that show where they, like, there's, it's so unnerving. Mm-hmm. There's like a big secret or like a there's just something terrifying about not understanding your own existence. And they're well, doing good, they're doing a good job capturing that feeling of dread. I will say uh, there's a there's a universe where I would have been really into that. But my anti Disney bias is not allowing me to watch it. But I did read the Tom King uh, Vision miniseries years ago, and that's really good. It's a similar it's a similar premise. So if you want to read like a fucking dork, go read that. Today was my comic book reading day. I got through like six books today. Ooh. Um, so what do you all think of this? It was okay. I like I like this era of Marvel. I like Chris Claremont. I like yeah. how weird shit gets. It doesn't make any sense. I don't care. It's cool. I enjoyed it. All right, cool. Shay? It was a perfectly adequate 70s Marvel comic. Yes. Um, yeah, I liked it pretty well. I did, I did think you guys were going to love it, and so I bumped my own rating up because I didn't want to eat shit for seeming like a hater. So... <laughs> Realistically, I would have went with three, but instead I went with uh, four out of five big rigs. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll bump mine up if uh, because I, I love that this era of art that was in all the Marvel books. The like art all, is really good. They, they all basically had a template that all the artists like followed. It does look great. It is aside from all the gratuitous ass shots, it does look really good. It's like detail, but at the same time very simple. Yeah, like, you can follow. The, yeah, the Marvel style of this time. It's not like that weird fucking uh, Ghost Rider comic book we read in uh, October where you couldn't follow what was going on because there's way too much happening and the artwork was not clear at all. 90s, like, sketchy drawing where everything has a weird... Yeah, that's how all the weird books looked. And a lot of, like, those X-Force books, it's just hard to... Yeah. Just too busy. It's like a bunch of sticks. Yeah, like a but, call back. Yeah, it's like a logo from like Emperor or something. Yeah, I'm glad we brought that together. Tie that up. Uh, closing plugs: You can smash that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify and Google Play Podcasts, Amazon Music, whatever. DarkSidesCouch.com. You know how to get podcasts. You can also go donate to Bob YSX Glaucoma Relief Fund on GoFundMe and apologize if I can't pronounce his name correctly. With high likelihood of that. Dude, it's a comic book. I don't, I don't, I don't hear the people's names ever. Uh, but that's about it, Mike. What do we think we're gonna do next time? Are we on Amazon Music? We were supposed to be, but I haven't checked. <laughs> well, that's a new. In fairness, they just launched that recently, and uh, I submitted it and everything, so it should have went through. And I did not do my due diligence and check, but you should be able to find it on Twitter. I've been telling folks you can get us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. I might be fucking lying. Well, nobody gets their podcast from Amazon. Let's be clear about this: they get them from Spotify. I actually just or signed Apple. up for Spotify because I realized that you don't got to give them any money. Yeah, there's a free tier. I thought that you had to give them money no matter what. No, there's a free tier. Yeah, I mean, there's only two podcasts on there I actually care about, so who cares? Well, you can't listen to Rogan, I guess. There's, yeah, Rogan and this in our show. <laughs> no, I thought you couldn't listen to Rogan. You can. You can. I, I thought you had to pay, but you don't. Oh, okay. Oh, what a, what a generous man. He has all those weird UFO people on. Those are my favorite ones. Yeah. And all that Art sc- Bell shit. They scare the shit out of me. R.I.P. <laughs> All right. So well, anyway, a, uh, Bob Lazar to terrify me <laughs> about government secrets and UFOs. Wait, Bob Lazar? Bob Lazar was like a, a like a home, like a, like a self-educated or he maybe went to engineering school, but he was like a he made homemade rockets, and his story was the uh, the government hired him based off of his uh, making rockets at home to like try to reverse engineer UFO parts. Right, but my point is you can't trust him because he's clearly a lizard. Like, that's clearly what a lizard <laughs> Joe person... Rogan, I bet you for sure Joe Rogan's been replaced by a lizard by now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a lizard person and you're trying to go undetected, but you don't really know how mankind works, you, you make your last name Lazar. <laughs> or those, I see you, Lazar. Oh, I was like, I thought it was fake because his name was like Bob Laser. No, yeah, like, oh, Bo- Bob Laser works, works at Area 51. I don't trust Bob Laser either. That's also a name I'm not going with. Like, that's a deep, deep state name I'd pick yeah. if I wanted to be a troll. Uh, why don't we, why don't we, are we going to spin the wheel? Yeah, spin the, the wheel. Okay. So what, do, what do I think we're going to do? Whatever the gods decide. We've gotten lazy about it, so we're just going to spin the wheel lazier. and we're going to see. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Oh, this is so exciting. Spin this is wheel. not a bit, by the way. We don't know what this is going to be. This is Maybe totally we'll random. get to all the requests. <laughs> we never do. I think I actually might have moved the request out of the queue. Did we even so, did we pick seventeen last time? No, I think it was fourteen. Wow, I don't know. damn. Well, I it's not start, the same one anymore. So I should start gambling on this. What's number seventeen? Number seventeen is Undertaker! an Undertaker. Yeah. So we're looking at an Undertaker comic book from nineteen ninety nine. That's sweet. all I know. Fucking sweet. Like the wrestler. 
Yeah, the wrestler. We've been wanting to do a wrestling comic for a while. Did and just I never bring got this around up? To it. Was was the wrestling thing my idea, or was that a different thing? It may have been. It no, may that have was been. Vince McMahon. <laughs> you didn't invent no, professional I, wrestling. No, I created it, right? Oh, Shay, thanks. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah. Appreciate I, I, that. I, I still like wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully this episode won't blow. Uh, so I guess that's what we're doing next week. We're going to look at one of these Undertaker issues. We haven't, I don't think we've said an issue, but no, we'll find something. I'll, I'll skim through it and see which one's the dumbest. <laughs> we're doing, the least racist. We're doing Undertaker. Love it. Hopefully uh, he doesn't die before the next week, which is entirely he was, possible. He was just on Rogan. He looks pretty good. Oh, great. That's, well, he might be replaced with a lizard. So oh, I, wouldn't buy, I wouldn't believe that necessarily. True. He was wearing like well, a... Well, didn't like he a, just retire? Uh, he's retired a bunch of times, but yeah, but like this is the final yeah. time. <laughs> Until he runs out of money again. He'll he never run, the guy never ran out of money and he never will. Wow. The Undertaker? Jesus Christ. That guy has got to have hundreds of millions of dollars. I think it's it. Anybody got any last things they want to add before we get out of here? Well, I'm super excited to do this Undertaker book. Did I Me mention too. that I love wrestling? <laughs> I do. Shay? No, I'm really excited for this, too. Sweet. Ta-ta for now, Cushion Crusaders. And we'll talk to you next time on the couch. And rest in peace. I'd like to officially welcome Ms. Marvel to the Avengers. 